Oh. Yeah, because I can't remember like what the exact key are, <laughs> keys are or whatever. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome back to the Commenter Podcast, where we talk about movies, music, the stars, cell phones, politics, if we wanted to. I don't have the energy for that today. Um, <laughs> I'm Tori. Marin. I'm Mia. And I'm Decoria. And today we are back with a crowd favorite. It is our what was supposed to be monthly, but music podcast where we dive into one of our favorite groups. We've been doing K-pop for a while and we're going to dive into one of a second generation's iconic girl groups, Sistar or Sister, depending on how you pronounce it. Sister. (laughs) Monster. So uh, we went through Sister's entire discography. Um, For those of you who don't know, Sister, Sisata, if that's how you say it in Korean, is a South Korean girl group that was formed in 2010 by Starship Entertainment. Um, they have four members. Their debut sale was so cool. Um, they are known in Korea for their summer comeback songs, Shake It, Touch My Body, Loving You. Um, they were a part of the what I like to call the goddess girl group trend. They're all very tall. They're all very pretty. Sister is known for wearing eight-inch heels every time they dance (laughs) queens um they are currently no longer a group all of the members are doing solo activities dasam is in acting um hyolin and bora is also in acting so you and hyolin are both focusing on their solo uh music careers i highly suggest them um but yeah so i my experience with sister was just like i just knew a lot of their title tracks because everybody in korea loved them (laughs) yeah that was mine everybody like it was a good time when they came back for their summer singles mm-hmm. and um that's when you knew summer was finally here or it was at least the best part of summer <laughs> yeah yeah same for me i mainly knew them because they a lot of their songs would always get played on variety shows a lot mm-hmm. and then i knew uh Hyolin because she was on on pretty rap star oh, i can't remember it. i think it was the very first like season i think it was and i remember her being on there she that she's was an anomaly in the 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 glitch <laughs> why was she on a pretty rap star yeah like she was on there i fe- I remember when she came on there people were like criticizing her like the other contestants because like you're a singer like what are you doing here but and she, she sings well actually, like what yeah, she's a pretty good rapper though Aww. like she really was <laughs> i particularly love hillen's um solo music Yes, yeah, Dolly so is will forever oh, be yeah. my go-to hobop. <laughs> yeah, Dolly is better. It, like it might be the best, one of the best K-pop songs ever. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I love her solo stuff. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. And so um, so you guys know how this works. We're about to fight to the death to pick the top ten sister songs based on our taste. If you don't like our taste, well then you can come fight us on Twitter about it. So. Um, I guess we'll start with Nia, and Nia can go ahead and list us her songs. How was your experience listening to all of Sistar? Uh, it was, it was interesting. It was good. I, it was very nostalgic because I forgot just how big their mm-hmm. songs were because it put me back in those, those moods and those feelings that I used to feel when, when their songs would play and they used to be everywhere. So Sistar probably was one of the top, I'd say they were top five for Mm -hmm. a long time. 
Um, of course, I know when people think of top girl groups, they think of Girls' Generation, Wonder Girls. But I think there was a while where Sistar truly was carrying yeah, they were everywhere. torch for a really long time. They are, so, yeah. And also they represented for like non-traditionally, like they had darker skin. Hyorin is like yeah, the Hyorin dark. Yeah, was very tan. Yeah, tan, all tan. They weren't like the cute concept young thing. So they were different. Um, so I've enjoyed listening to a lot of their songs. I'm not particularly in love with all of their discography, but. Yeah, they went through some phases. It was. <laughs> right. But the singles, I got to say, the singles. Whoever picked the singles picked right. They mm. knew what they were doing. <laughs> they did. They picked and they said, we're going, this is, this is it. <laughs> this is the song. Which you know is really interesting is like while listening to their discography, I realized why they couldn't keep going on as a group. Like their solo stuff is so different. So different. <laughs> so different from like yeah. what the company or what they had to pick as a whole. Right. right. And also I was looking at their album sales and I and they're really really low, but of course this was a different time when singles were huge. Girl groups, like back in the day, I don't know how K-pop is now, but it used to be that boy groups weren't popular with the public, and girl groups were the most popular groups with the public. Mm-hmm. So the public would wouldn't buy albums, but the public would buy singles. And mm-hmm. this is before streaming. So if you knew a girl group was popular by how many singles they would sell, like Tiara would be selling five and six million singles downloads. Mm-hmm. And Sistar would be up there selling four and five. Uh, like a lot of the girl groups who had both were rare. Like mm-hmm. Girls' Generation was one that had albums and singles. And Sistar, I definitely could tell they were a singles artist. Mm-hmm. They were they were not a girl group that focused on making robust albums. They knew that their audience only liked them for like the big summer singles, and they wouldn't really invest in like like how FX would really invest in albums because FX fans bought albums, you know? So mm-hmm. you can tell that this was how they kind of played their entire career, which is kind of unfortunate because I feel like they deserved better albums. Oh, of course. They, yeah. They, yeah. Like, I feel like they really, I wish they had the same team that probably SNSD had mm-hmm. or FX had because they could have had better, co- more cohesive sound. But I mean, at the time, I guess it made sense just to put out singles because that was making them lots of money and CFs and advertisements. So it makes sense. Sorry, that was just me rambling because I'm oh, putting no. it all in the contents, ta- context because yeah. I don't know how things have changed now, but that's how it used to be. Yep, yep, yep. Um, all right. You want to go ahead and read your can list? Can you read my list? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is not in order. This is just the, we're not doing it from one to 10, right? No, I put them all in alphabetical order anyway. So Okay, gotcha. So mine is Alone Remix, Crying, Touch My Body, If You Want, Lead Me, Loving You, Push Push, Sunshine, Shake It, and the Touch My Body Remix. Mm. <laughs> As you can tell, a lot of remixes and... Yeah, I I, I like Push Push the beginning of the song the rest of it is garbage (laughs) like i like the push push baby that part but then when they get into like the rest of the melody i'm like this is not the song that i remember (laughs) (laughs) i guess that is my nostalgia goggles on though because i used to love that yeah Yeah. but my favorite song on this list i was shocked by the the remixes because well Mm -hmm. 
I was disappointed and shocked at the same time because I was like, why did they waste so- slots that could be other songs? But yes, because like it would be nice to have original material on a new EP, you know, but instead of just like a remix. But the Touch My Body remix slap. Oh my God, it's heavenly. It's going it's on this sl- list. I'm going to fight right? everybody, but it's going on this list. And let's All see right. if I even like that song. Hold on. Let me see if I, I put the discography. My body. Did I even, did I say I like that one? Corey, you want to go ahead and read your list? My list? Um, Yeah. I mean, the first half of their discography, I really didn't like it. Like, I didn't like their discography until maybe the 2012 stuff and beyond. Mm, so too. most of their old songs are not on here. But Yeah, most of list, their old songs are product of the first generation yeah. residue of techno disco pop yes yeah. and i tell stuff. you those songs sounded like their first album i was like is this four minute is this 21 <laughs> it was one song i heard that was like is this park bomb thing <laughs> on this track it sounded like 21's early stuff and i was like oh they hadn't found their sound yet mm. Yeah, but I have, but I love, like, also not in order, but I love you, crying, I like that, if you want, lead me, um, Lonely, which is their very last song. I think they were one of the first groups, to my knowledge, to, well, of that generation to have a, like, goodbye song, especially for a girl group, because yeah. mm-hmm. usually they just disband. <laughs> <They're girls. laughs> yeah. It was the trauma of that. <laughs> After yeah. school can't relate. <laughs> And then uh, My Sad Lullaby, Oh Baby, Shake It, and Touch My Body. Mm. All right, Marion, you want to go ahead and read yours? Okay, so for me, I had Alone, then Alone Remix, just to put the emphasis on how good that song is. <laughs> Crying, Give It To Me, I Like That. I Swear and Loving You are on this list, and I haven't listened to those songs in so long. It brought me so much joy. Miss Sister? A little intro song? Wow. Go <laughs> off. Oh, good. Shake it and touch my body are my choices. But I don't know about y'all, but I feel like not until Sister hit their, did their, uh, the Alone album, I swear to God, you could not hear their vocals in any of the other music because of the techno sound. Yes. <laughs> time I was like, you would think that you wouldn't realize what a powerhouse Hjolin was until alone. Like, I swear, I was listening to other no. ones and I was, you could not tell that, like, there were really good singers. Yeah, until you switch genres. Exactly. So I was, <laughs> y'all should see the spreadsheet. I'll post it on Twitter. But I was very alone in this uh, batch of music <laughs> when I was organizing the songs. A lot of mine are sidetracks. So I loved A Week. I loved Alone. I love Bad Boy featuring Mad Clown. I love Come and Get It. Come and Get Me. I love Give It to Me. Give It to Me is so good. I like that. Also, a bomb song that y'all ignored. Um, I Swear is amazing. It's probably my favorite and their best song. And then My Set by No Mercy. And the Touch My Body remix. Yo. <laughs> I did not. I didn't even like that song. It's uh, like not even. <laughs> oh, we're going to have to fight about that. Okay. So. <laughs> This is a little, if you've been listening to our um, music podcast, you will know that Nia usually doesn't come out as one of the people who has the most in common with somebody else. So Nia and Mara actually have the most songs in common. They have one, two, three, four, five songs in common. And then uh, Marin and Corey have four songs. Me and Marin have four songs. And then Nia and Corey, this is like, I know y'all are EXO fans. 
this is the only time I realized that y'all both have the same kind of taste in music is when stuff like this happens. Because I'm like, oh, wow, they actually have more than two songs in common. Y'all usually don't have songs in common at all. <laughs> so, how this is going to go is that songs that are already at least of down here in the comments section are immediately on the list. So, Shake It and Crying are definitely on this list. And I don't like that because I didn't like crying. I just, there's something about the melody that just did not sit with my soul. Mm. It was the only slow song by them that I liked. Every other one. My Sad Lullaby was so be- much better, though. Yeah, that's why mm-hmm. I liked it. Mm. I don't know what was <laughs> I think I'll have to, maybe I don't remember, but I think it was too sad. Maybe. <laughs> you were like, this is not really how I want to feel right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though the song, well, that one's obviously called My Sad Lullaby, but mine, but crying for me was less sad, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, Touch just, My Body and I Like That also get to go on this list. This, at least Shake It is on there. Shake, shake It's gotta <laughs> be. Because when I tell you that if Shake It wasn't on there, I would riot. Because that is the only <laughs> song, I think, that is the only K pop song that I. Would maybe I won't listen to it for like three months and I still mm-hmm. would know the mood down. Like, like I can play the video in my head and dance to Hyolin because the song is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Shake It didn't make it to my top 10 list. Like, it's a good song, but I felt like they had. I guess I was in a sad mood yesterday. So, a lot of the songs are RB influenced more than like pop influenced. Mm. Mm. I think okay. Shake It's a good song. I just kind of. I was thinking more like like things I could remember because I I don't know about y'all but I kind of binged their entire discography yesterday mm-hmm. and so I I was like I don't remember half the songs that I might want to put on this list so I just I went <laughs> with the ones I could remember mm. after a while everything kind of <laughs> okay so I'm gonna get up on my soapbox first and tell y'all that I swear it belongs on this list <laughs> I don't like that song. I didn't like yeah, it when it came either. out. I'm not a fan. I didn't like it now. Okay, it's why? So it's so good. <laughs> the little I swear jazz that intro is so good. I just really okay. wasn't a fan. I, I like yeah. a lot of the songs. I would listen to half of it and just skip it. Like this is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like uh, I, I kind of. I was very sad because I really liked the girls, like as far as their personalities and then all their title mm-hmm. tracks. But the side tracks, like listening to their albums, it's like I have a problem with like this with a lot of groups where they will have really good title tracks, but I will not be a fan of the rest of their albums. And mm. so I I usually would not call myself like a stand of that group if I can't like like all of your music. Yeah. <laughs> True. Oh. I wasn't a f- I just didn't like the song when I first heard it back when it came out. I was like, ooh, not feeling it. And then I heard it again yesterday and I was like, ooh, still don't like it. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Y'all like taste, but whatever. Um Tragedy. <laughs> tragedy i swear definitely belongs on this list okay so since the touch my body is on here i do think the touch my body remix belongs on this list if we're I gonna go the, story. <laughs> <laughs> the touch my body remix is just like a different feeling it just like takes you into another universe it's such a good song <laughs> and i was literally thinking about making a tiktok last night about remix k-pop songs that you should listen to because it was that good we could put it on there because we still have because we have six slots, don't we? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 
it could be on there. I just there's some other songs that I'm willing to fight for. <laughs> now, me and Mary need to get on our soapbox together for alone because a lot of blogs on this list. Alone is yeah. so iconic. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna be really controversial. Alone was always my my least favorite sister title track. Like in terms of the popular ones, absolutely not. Loving you is the least popular. (laughs) What? Yes, loving you you is the best. No, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. Loving you is their best song. (laughs) No, it's not. It's 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 on that same vein. If I hear it too much, I will never listen to it again. (laughs) Well. I mean, you're very wrong, but it's okay to be wrong. <laughs> if Touch My Body Remix is on there, please, um, Alone has to be on there. Right. Or the Alone Remix, which might be actually better, but like I have... No, it's not. No, it's not. Don't you say that lie. It's say that Alone Remix is better than the original. The Alone Remix was like half-assed. I was like, it was. I, that beat was barely there. I'm not you're right, but it was something different. <laughs> I can compromise on alone being there because it's popular, so I, I get it. Yeah, when I hear that song, I can only see people dancing to it in random dance plays on like, <laughs> um, what was that show with Donnie Weekly and Kobe? Idol? Yeah, so that's why I didn't add it to my list. Like, I could only see memes when I heard the beginning part. That was an iconic though. Like when Sistar came out with Alone, there wasn't a lot of girl groups who were doing classy, sexy like that. Yeah. It was like either you're like on the cuter, brighter side or you're on the girl crush side. And they kind of switched it up with the like classy, sexy. Mm-hmm. So long. Yeah, to- and- Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Corey, you guys didn't like um, Give It to Me? No. Well, Tasteless. Tasteless. <laughs> Give it to me, it's All so right. good. All right. That's another <laughs> song where I can only see memes because of the um <laughs> the chorus. So I was just okay. like, no. I can't even be angry about that because they really did overplay that song a bit on like variety shows and stuff. But oh my god, yeah. I don't hate that song at all. I used I when I first heard it, I loved it. But then yeah. I heard it continuously, and then I got tired of it. And That's so how I feel I'm- about loving you. I'm gonna uh-huh. just let y'all know that now. I don't loving you that much though, like on variety shows. I hear it all the time. Mm. I don't know. It's not going on this list. <laughs> what else do we have? One, um, two, three, four, five, six. We need four more. I say give it to me goes on the list. I say yes to that. Okay. Give it to me goes on the list. We need three, three more. more. Lead me um, first okay. to be on there. Lead me is that was like the only sister song b-side that i genuinely loved absolutely not i listened to that song what? the other day and i was like it is not good <laughs> oh wow lead me is on the okay i did yeah. like that song too i have it liked um you're not supposed to agree with the marin <laughs> thank you literally i have so I, when i went when i was listening to it i went on spotify and i put all of sister's song on one playlist mm-hmm. and i have like out of every song, I think I have like 20 songs that I liked. And if Lead Me is on that set of 20 out of what, 60 songs, 70, I feel like it deserves to go on the list. Yeah, I'll agree too. I, that's one of the songs I have on my list too. I guess we're adding Lead Me to the list. <laughs> also, um, he says begrudgingly. Um, the album that 
give it to me was on i don't know what the name of it to me had to have like the oddest group of songs put together in one album because <laughs> it, it starts off with Miss Sistar and it's a little like a little soul there. He only goes off for that minute and then give it to me next and then it's the way you make me melt. What? what is- <laughs> None of the songs match after that. That album really threw me for a loop. Like the yeah, I feel like, like, like I feel like Insane Love is their best album. Oh wow, I agree, Tori. Is that their yeah. second to last album? Yeah, Insane Love is I agree. great. That's like their most cohesive album. Which album is Insane? Oh, That's cover? the I like that. Come and okay. get me. Come and get me is good. Y'all are just. I have most of the songs that I really liked came off of that album. I only have. I have my none of the songs like off that. of the Summer Special Loving You. By the way, none of them. <laughs> uh, the one that has um oh <laughs> yeah same. <laughs> 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 Well, that's what I swear is on. No, no, no. No, I swear is on uh, the special album. There's a summer okay, album yeah. with "Loving You" and there's "Sweet and Sour," which is I swear. I have the only the remix one and "Loving You" off of that one. Mm. But that was it. I almost forgot. Um, almost didn't listen to the "Shake It" album, the mini mm-hmm. album. That was the that was the second girl group album that I physically had, and then Ooh. it was it looked like um. What are those things called? The record um, albums, the really big ones. Oh, the LP. Oh, vinyls. Vinyl. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looked like. But the CD inside was really small, but the photo book was huge. And I came back a week later and tell me why my album was ripped. Oh. <laughs> I don't know who did. I think it was some, what we had like, it was years ago. I think some kid, like we had family over and maybe they saw it. But when I came back home, my album was ripped. I've never been so sad. Oh no. Yeah. That's awful. Okay. I think my sad lullaby needs to go on this list. We have a lot of pop up hip songs besides crying. I could so, do that. My sad yeah, that lullaby. song is really, really yeah. good. So I will definitely agree with that too. And then the last one should be I Swear. Mm, I was yes. thinking Lonely. <laughs> lonely yeah, is not I was... even on here, but my list, but it's good. Yeah, I would say lonely too. I don't, I don't like. I swear that much. No, it's I swear. I want this song on this. I'm, I, I'm indifferent. (laughs) You can't be indifferent. (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't have any opinions. I'd be fine. You don't like it? No, I, I don't like. I swear, but I don't Mm -hmm. hate it. It's not like I disdain it. Sister, I don't Mm -hmm. really have any songs that I just hated. Mm -hmm. A, A lot of just songs that I was indifferent to, and I swear was just. I wasn't feeling it, but I didn't dislike it like that. Does that make okay, sense? Then to make me happy, it should go on the list. <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't like. I swear. <laughs> well, okay. Let's see. Let's look at this list and how many of like songs shake that we it, like touch my there. body. I like that. Touch my body. The remix alone. Give it to me. Well, I don't think touch my body and touch my body remix should be on there. Like one of them. Listen, you can't. You okay? If I take "Touch My Body" remix off, I swear it's going to go on the slip. Okay, I find yeah, that. Yeah, that can work. You can't just have both remixes. That makes so it's the same better. song. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> but "Touch My Body" remix is the best song. I mean, either one could be on there. It just doesn't need to be both of them. So if y'all want to put the remix? The ultimatum. Like y'all are just. <laughs> <sighs> um, take "Give It to Me" off if you're gonna no. take. No. No. What? <laughs> You're making bad decisions. 
like oh, no. it then take okay i love the original touch my body but the remix just just overstepped the original the only reason that i think the touch my body um original is on there is because it was on the list underneath that tori made that's why, mm. right that's why it's on there. yeah the touch my body yeah have it on our list though it's me and Marin, right yeah, no. I think the category is at least two people. No, Victoria, you has it. On, you have it on there too. Touch my body. Yeah, so three oh. of us had it. Yeah. Oh, why didn't I? Okay, that's why because it's not in alphabetical order, Victoria. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I'm willing to put lonely on this list. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. Hold on. Since we have, okay, I yeah, swear, yeah. we'll do lonely. We need one more song, right? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. No, we have all ten songs. Now we just got to put them in order. Okay. So I, think- I believe yeah. with my entire body that I Swear is their best song. But I knew, I know, <laughs> I know y'all are not going to accept that. So yeah. I will let her go for right now. <laughs> Should we start like in the middle? Maybe like a number five? Or something like that. Um, it makes it a little bit easier. Because sometimes I know if we pick 10, it's going to take us like. <laughs> that's like the. Whole I could put crying at number five. I'm fine with that. I don't I don't have a problem with that. One, two, three. I'll go with that too. Five. Okay. Crying at number five. I believe mm-hmm. alone should be in top three. Then it should be I... number three. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you're going to put it in top three, you have to put it number three. I won't accept it as like one or two. <laughs> <laughs> I listen. Yeah, let's, let's do three for right now, okay? It just depends on what you put at two right. or four. Like, three <laughs> um, okay. I think for number six, should be lonely. I'm fine with I- it. Think lonely should be like seven. I'm fine with it being six or seven. Let's do seven. And I say six or seven too. Lead me should be ten. No, what? Yes. (laughs) Lead me should be seven. Lead me should be ten. (laughs) Wow. Lead me should be ten. I'm willing to put. Lead me is not worse than I swear. (laughs) (laughs) It is though. It's not. Where it could be eight or nine for me. I don't think it should be above five. I mean, above like six for me. I agree with Marin. Okay, so, I'm willing to put I swear at nine. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh that my god, I just realized <laughs> my sad lullaby is still here. Um, <laughs> That's a good song. That's a, a good song. Just because you want to be happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I said, my, I believe my sad lullaby should be eight. No, that song is so I can't accept it. It's a really good song. Like they were singing their hearts out, so it has to be at least six. I can do or, that. Yeah, okay. Six, well, yeah. yeah, one seven is um leave me right or okay. <laughs> whatever, whatever, whichever one of these songs we put at number eight is about to hurt my feelings <laughs> because I love every single one. I Ooh, think I like to that. be completely honest. Mm-hmm. Touch my body. Ew, no. <laughs> Body's at number, number one. At eight. Touch mm-hmm. My Body deserves number one. No. If we're going to put one, I think it's probably okay. Shake It. I would love it to be given to me or like that, but. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would rather put 
shake it up there in the top three instead of touch my body because I, I like shake it more yeah yeah mm. so shake it currently sitting at one okay touch my body i can do for two okay Oof. no i think i like that should be two. Oh, i can do that too i'm, I'm fine with that okay touch my body at four give it to me at eight Oof, that's painful that's <laughs> that really hurts if you show them this list <laughs> so our current uh ranking is shake it i like that alone touch my body crying my sad lullaby lonely give it to me i swear lead me i think for me we don't have to change it but now that i'm looking at this list i feel like oh you guys were talking about certain songs you heard were overplayed that's what i feel with touch my body if i were to change it yeah I would put- I would switch touch my body and I swear, in my opinion. Only because it was I'm fine with that. So much, <laughs> I don't know about y'all. I mean, I don't care about either one of those songs. Oh. So it can be switched. It doesn't matter to me. Wow. Okay. Okay. We'll put touch my body at nine then. Wow, that's painful. Now talk about <laughs> painful. <laughs> that's painful. <laughs> Okay. I think the list is okay. I think too. I I like that some of their big hits that are in the top four. Yeah. Yeah, because some of their best songs are really their title tracks. Yeah, which is really mm-hmm. like, I wonder what happened. Like, now that's interesting because a lot of K-pop, well, like the groups that I like in particular, I would never say that their title songs are their best songs. Right. Mm-hmm. Always at least one or two. There's some albums like. If I'm being really honest, if sister fans listen to this, I'm not being mean, but like none for me, a lot of their albums were disappointing. Like their title tracks were great, really good. But then you listen to the rest of the album and maybe one song would stand out for me. But that song, in my opinion, would never be better than better than the title track. Right. It's unfortunately, I think sister um, was falling prey to an old formula of K-pop. Yeah, where like Nia said, it was like the single is what's gonna happen. The single is what's gonna yeah. get us the money. So why would we put more effort into an album if fans aren't gonna buy it? Yeah, right. Which is why a lot of groups, groups still rely yeah. on public opinion more than boy groups do. Which is why yeah. boy groups have ridiculous album sales. So, and it's yeah. unfortunate because I would love for more K-pop girl groups to be recognized on a bigger stage like the fact that we never got like a sister war a sister world tour like <laughs> yeah because also that's that's a problem with a lot of the girl groups from second gen because they thought because the public liked them and they didn't have big fan bases that they didn't have fans in, around the world right so 21 was marketed towards mostly girls so that's mm-hmm. why they sold more but they didn't even sell that much in terms of album albums they weren't mm-hmm. selling more than snsd but 21 still knew they had fans worldwide because of their YouTube views, of possibly their iTunes sales back then. Yeah. So, like, there was with Sistar and like Brown Eyed Girls and Secret, a lot of the other girl groups after school, they didn't, there was no metric for them to, to determine, like, do we have fans outside of Korea? <laughs> like, Right. I don't even think she started a lot of Japanese for Japanese they didn't. Uh, music either, they which just is very did. weird. Yeah. Right. I feel but like they seem to 
Oh, no, go go ahead, Mary. I was just talking about their solo career. It seems that after they ended, they're all flourishing. Like, especially, I would say that the most surprised I am is Dasom. When she was going into the acting career, I didn't know what was going to happen. But now she's like, out here in every other drama, she has a role. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm acting. And it's funny because y'all know how um, I'm currently taking a K-pop music and culture class, right? And so Mm -hmm. we had to read this academic text and I just told y'all how weird it was for me to read academic text about like staying (laughs) Twitter and stuff and shit. And it was, the book was not good because it was a very superficial, artificial view of being what a K-pop star is, what a K-pop fan is. And one of the things that they said in the text was that um, all K-pop stars want to do to um for longevity has become actors and i'm like that's not because they want to it's because they have to it's if they want to continue a lot of people like people day pop debut as k-pop stars to get a foot in the door in acting and i'm like that's not what that is um a lot of them have an interest in acting but unfortunately a lot of companies realize that their groups have an expiration date and when that expiration date is upon them they stop making an effort to promote them or to Mm -hmm. you know to uh innovate on their concepts yeah. and so they look to other venues to continue the things that they like like to say that all everybody who's ever debuted as a k-pop star only wanted to do it so they could get into acting is ridiculous gd is probably never gonna step foot in the movie unless somebody no. hates why would he go bucks like, for what reason right. would he do that <laughs> right right, right. The entire paper kind of had that, like, well, um, K-pop, you know, the machine that is K-pop is just, like, a capitalist thing. And I'm like, well, yeah, so is every other music industry of the fucking country (laughs) and every other country. K-pop is nothing different. And so it's it's crazy to me because the only reason a lot of these groups can't make it is just because there's an overproduction of K-pop groups. Mm -hmm, There's one pie, and everybody's trying to get a piece. And if you debut 100 groups a year... Everybody can't get a piece of the pot. <laughs> yeah. And also there's no concept of legacy artists that have real financial stability besides like Shinwa. Like there's no example yeah. of like a whole industry that supports groups over the age of 35. Like in Japan that exists. Arashi, Exile, like these groups can continue to perform until they're 70. And no one cares because that the industry supports that. But Korea doesn't support K-pop groups getting old. Yeah. The part of that is because they think the younger they debut them, the more they'll have a dedicated crowd, which I don't think is can work anymore with the new age wave the new age wave of K-pop. Also, it's because how first generation ended. Like first generation yeah. ended on a tragic fucking note. And so yeah. that was they were all like, you know what? We're just gonna disband everyone once it hits two thousand. Right. <laughs> they ended on a tragic note. And so a lot of people uh, people if the industry doesn't take the group seriously, why would the public take the group seriously? Mm. So that's yeah. why, like Marin said earlier, that Sister did a goodbye song. What other groups do you know did a goodbye song? We just get news they just <laughs> ended yeah, yeah or like just kind of on hiatus yeah sister um i swear to god sister was the first group i've ever heard of doing a good first girl group at least ever I heard think of doing Ex- a good my, song. Yeah, i thought exid might have did one as well 
but no yeah. i'm saying like the first group though yeah because yeah. sister mm-hmm. invented before then and then i remember yeah. after sister did their goodbye song then um 21 did one like the very yeah. delayed one but also minji <laughs> wasn't minji not in that yeah she wasn't yeah. in it at all yeah but what's not the <laughs> Which same is very interesting yeah i think she even said something about her not being in that song yeah mm. did i think but yeah sister was like you know what we're we're not gonna traumatize y'all. We'll end this on a good note. <laughs> we'll it's let not, y'all. Which is why, song. which is why, like people, like when I listen to Sistar, like I don't feel hurt. Also, they're all mm-hmm. friends, mm-hmm. which is great. Like, yeah, they're yeah. still friends. Exactly. Marin, know, for that's a minute, exactly correct. they disbanded, and all of them unfollowed Hyuna. <laughs> and so, imagine <laughs> can you imagine for years, and then you never talk again. Like that just seems so sad for me. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I, I, this is supposed to be a sister episode, but we have gone <laughs> way <laughs> off topic. This is good, but, though. But I feel, yeah, this is good content. It's just, it's unfortunate how in second gen, specifically girl group, they would ride with one member and then ignore everybody else. Like, yeah. Oof, Did that you was, like, Miss A? Un- <laughs> that was, like, <laughs> and it's like, I don't even know if I could blame the girls who got to be the hit, the face of their group. Because most of, I feel like a lot of it has to do with the company. Yeah. Them just being like, oh, since she's a hit, we're going to put her everywhere. And therefore, it'll bring more popularity to to the group. But the only way you bring more popularity to the group is if you continuously promote the group as well. You can't just, like, put the face of the group everywhere and then not have a comeback. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, even heard like remember when Got Seven was on Knowing Brothers and they talked about how JYP treats Susie. Yes, <laughs> how he just very nicely like like is just really happy to see her and I mean like I'm not surprised sometimes like I don't think bullying and groups is um right or anything but I'm not surprised you know the rumors that went around that Miss A wasn't like as a group happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were not friends. Like, I'm not surprised that that happened. And right. That's how she was being treated. Yeah, especially right. like Jaya and um, Faye. Faye are promoting in China and they were on yeah. like a girl group something revival show. And Faye literally had a speech where she's like, I will no longer be anybody's backup singer. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> she behind was, that. <laughs> she was yeah. like, I will no longer be anyone's backup singer. And I was just like, and it's crazy because. A lot of people were surprised by Jaya and how good she is at singing and dancing. I was like, yeah, I would be too if I'd only see her in Miss A. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, y'all hit the nail on the head. That's kind of, also, it, it's unfortunate because the company, from their perspective, they think, well, the public loves to see Susie or they love to see Hannah. So we're going to give them more, give them more Hannah and Susie. But ah, at that point, it's like, well, then why even continue with the group? Like you're, if no one, if you just think that people just want to see Susie, then why have Miss A come back at all? You know, because uh, at I that point you're kind of wasting their, their time. time. Yeah, they could you be are. Doing other things. That's what Minji said. Minji said she felt like Twenty One held her back because, well, YG is just a trash human being, but <laughs> um, <laughs> he's just terrible. Just needs to go to jail. But like he would always like he put effort and time into CL. And Dara, especially too, because Dara like was the most quote unquote pretty member of Twenty One, and mm-hmm. he would constantly put Minji like, and he treated Bomb like trash too. But I, it's not a Twenty One rant podcast. But like, 
the companies play favorites and with especially with girl groups like with boy groups it's a little different because I think there aren't many cases where one boy oh besides like double s 501 because Kim Hyung Joon was the only (laughs) he was the only one that had a career outside of double s but everybody else kind of I think it's also like what the fandom is made of like yeah unfortunately the fandom for (laughs) I said unfortunately (laughs) I'm sorry men um (laughs) but men don't do as much as female fans girl fans yeah. will buy the album they'll stand in yeah. line they'll do all of this but a lot of male yeah. fans don't <laughs> they... yeah and so i don't think um there's i don't think there's any idol like that anymore in this current like they're obviously popular members because there always will be but i can't think the last idol i can think of who kind of like went on variety shows and represented their group was um Unwu from Astro. Yeah, I was gonna say Unwu also. That was the last person I saw that happen with. Wait, yeah, so now but even then saying... Yeah, but even then Fantasia well Fantasia went through some shit because their company almost got taken over by Chinese producers. So <laughs> we were having a moment. But even then now Astro is like number five every time brand ranking comes out because yeah. they're constantly promoting and the members have um, done solo activities and all that other stuff and it's just like they figured out okay if people like Unwu, we're gonna put him out there but every time he introduces himself he introduces himself as Astro's Unwu. and so then that brings people back to Astro and it's like okay we're gonna have a comeback it's like also we're gonna have to get into it one day about how out of all the third generation boy groups Astro is doing everything correct I'll have to, t- to take mm-hmm. y'all to school on that because I was thinking <laughs> about their concepts and we'll talk about it in a different episode. This will be about Sistar. <laughs> but I, mm-hmm. while watching, while listening to their music and like looking at pictures of Sistar, I just like, I miss the goddess girl group era so much. Yeah. I miss it so much. And it's unfortunate that we've, not unfortunate, I need to stop using that word. Um, <laughs> the trend has switched. We talk about this all the time. The trend has switched from like tall statuesque idols to like cute or smaller younger looking girls and I don't know about you but sometimes that comes off it can be mm, it comes off to me when they especially when they do girl crush concepts like one of the reasons that I wasn't into Blackpink when they first debuted is because I didn't feel like their visuals fit their concept like yeah the whole i'm gonna attack the world girl girl, girl crush thing and i'm like y'all are all like 12 first of all <laughs> mm-hmm. and so but that trend continues like itsy who's come out as a like um a girl crush group and i think what mama moo might be the last kind of older more mature looking girl group you know what i'm saying in like sound uh, yeah. and visuals because when Mama Moo re- debuted, I thought they were older than they were. Yes. I'm not gonna lie. I did think mm-hmm. they were like in their mid 20s. No, right. they're not. <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't. And so, yeah, it's. I just hope that they don't start trying to debut children again. Because SM well, is already kind of on happen. that with the NCT stuff yeah. where they're like, we're going to debut 14 year olds. And I'm like, what? Is that legal? <laughs> Are you serious? That's. Like, I don't they, know if they're debuting, they have- but I know that. Like, if you go into the NCT fandom, like, we've known that a lot of the trainees that they have that are going to debut, I think, with NCT, what, 2021 or whatever, have been with SM since they were, like, 
13 or 14. Wow. That's yeah. us and it's literally stepping into Johnny's territory and wanting to just have ugh. that's another conversation. Yeah, they've another always day, been but... like that too, like getting people when they're like mad young into yeah. the company and then training them for right. like a very, very long time. Yeah. They got Boa when she was like ten or eleven. Yeah. But um now back to I know, right? But back to Sistar, I know what y'all are talking about in terms of like having like the also sexy concepts, I think from what I've seen are kind of gone now. Yeah. Um, I don't, I think that, I don't think with K-pop, I think what happened is there's too many eyes on K-pop now for people to take risks anymore. Mm. If something doesn't work, no one's going to change. Nobody's going to try to reinvent the wheel anymore. So I feel like if, as long as K-pop has a bunch of eyes on it, you won't see any innovation, if that makes sense. You're going to yeah. see people rehashing the same thing over and over again because it works. And that's what people are buying and that's what people are into right now. So I feel like the, because to me, Sistar kind of fit in a time where they weren't the only ones doing, like they were kind of like, everyone had their lane. So that's why they stung at, they stood out so much. Yeah. If you have Wonder Girls doing their own thing, 21 doing their own thing, Girls' Generation doing their own thing, Kara doing their own thing, and Sistar, like all these groups are not like each other. So that's why they all had their own little audiences and why they were all, and they were all friends too. Like they were, it was, it, it's a different time. So I don't know if you'll ever get a group like again. I think what Red Velvet and Mama Moon might be the last of that. Because mm. even if Red Velvet has the red side, their Velvet concerts are very well executed. So you're saying, like, last of mature concepts, basically? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I well, I mean, that. the target audience of K-pop is getting younger and younger. Yeah, Kids that too. Were elementary school, middle school. The, the, what, I, what I think the problem that you're, we're kind of bringing at or we're getting at is that K-pop did not mature with the audience it had. Yeah. It a just lot of, kind of aimed younger. It kind of abandoned, reset. It yeah. reset. It resets. So it kind of abandons. It it resets every generation. So yeah. it's no longer like you age with your idols. It's like your idols are gone after seven years, maybe, and you kind of just move on with your life, unless you follow. Only, I think you're right about the. Uh, sorry, because I know we're going off topic, but um, I think you're right about the hip-hop genre like resetting but i do think groups as they age i do think the concept like grows because i was mm -hmm. listening to a friend the other day and even though always their songs have like this element of like i don't know they're just the younger like it always um connects to what they did when they debuted but their new song is like a grown like different vibe than they did when they obviously debuted but i do think like as the fandom ages um, if the group does last past seven years, yeah. as long as the group is blessed enough to be able to not disband after seven yeah. years, then their concept will, of course, be able yeah. to grow, yeah, and mature. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to do like a general K-pop episode one day. <laughs> we should, <laughs> yeah, because I could talk about how Astro, like, they if you seen astro when they first debuted their concept was super bright super cute but like even as the members have all reached the age of like 20 and over their songs still sound like astro songs but the concepts have grown with them 
Because you know, like a lot of boy groups will do like, okay, we're going to do the cute thing. And then we're immediately going to switch to hip hop <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or something loud and aggressive. And Astro didn't do that. And I was very impressed by that because that's not. That's why I like them too. Yes. That's my, what caught my attention. Yes. My precious babies. So we didn't, we we fought, we didn't fight a lot over this list. I think it works. We're going to post them on Twitter and you guys can vote who you think did it better was our individual list better than the commented list altogether? You let us know. But um, I also want to um, prompt us to do another group. I want to do Monster X next. We can do that. Do you want to do, no. um, how many albums do they have? A lot. <laughs> I haven't listened can... to anything past, what was the album with the green? It was like Black and Green. Uh, yeah. The Connect. Yeah, I haven't listened to anything past those two because there was Connect Part 1 and Part 2. Yeah. Um, For those of you who don't know, we all went to a Monster X concert together. It's one of the groups that we all kind of love. Um, It's going to be interesting because I, I'm going to get upset about a lot of stuff. Me and Starship, we're going to have to fight about some things because y'all were not doing... Y'all still aren't doing Monster X correct. Who keeps picking their title tracks? Anyway, we... <laughs> <laughs> We'll get to that later. I still think I Swear is Sister's best song. Um, y'all can fight me about that later. Uh, but yeah, this has been the Comedy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at C-O-M-M-N-T-D. I am Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Mia. And I'm Decoria. Bye-bye. Bye.